Welcome to the Business of Beverages, drinks industry insights from the back office to the front line. Whether you're a brewer or a brand manager, a bartender or a barista, we'll be bringing you interesting insights, interviews and updates on the most important stories about the liquids we love. Hello, my name is Will Keating, and I'm the host of Business of Beverages. Thank you for listening to this trailer for our upcoming podcast series. In a few short weeks, we'll be launching our look at the trillion-dollar world of beverages and the people, plans, and products that drive the industry. We already have some outstanding episodes ready to go that will help you better understand the most important opportunities and challenges we face. Our promise is to bring you interesting people talking about interesting things. In our episode, Maturity, Not Age, we talk to Tom Licks of the Cleveland Whiskey Company, about how his unorthodox introduction to brewing and distilling in the 1970s informs how he approaches one of the most innovative and disruptive ways to make spirits, the accelerated aging of whiskies in days, not years. I really learned distilling 40-some years ago when I was in the Navy. I actually got sent to distilling school. Of course, it was for making fresh water uh, as opposed to uh, spirits, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of the same thing. We're all aging and maturing our whiskies in oak barrels, whether it's European oaks or even Asian oaks or American white oak. Uh, You know, it's not as though somebody said, well, oak, that's going to give it the perfect flavor. Oak, you know, was used in barrels and it was used in barrels because it could hold liquid. It could hold things. It was a storage container built with a bulge in the middle so you could roll it down a dirt road or up onto a ramp onto a ship. And, you know, surely it was an accidental discovery that leaving spirits in a barrel for an extended period of time gave it a desirable flavor. And we started on the whole sort of, can we do this faster? And uh, then, you know, it was obviously, can we do this better? And then it evolved into, well, what is it we can do that nobody else can do? In the episode, The Cat That Got The Cream, we have an illuminating interview with David Gluckman, the man who invented Bailey's Irish Cream one morning in 1973. He talks us through his approach to innovation that saw success not only with Bailey's, but also with Ciroc Vodka, Tanqueray 10 and Aqua Libra. Even more interestingly, he shares his views on what modern pioneers are getting wrong. I'm a great believer in um, the integrity of products. I think if you have a really good product, Seedlip has on its label botanical, which means it's purporting to be something like gin. It has distilled, uh, although it has 0% alcohol and no calories. It costs about, it cost me when I first bought it. 30 pounds per bottle and it doesn't taste of anything Uh, if if people believe in brands to the exclusion of products this is a perfect example the emperor's new clothes in our episode entitled stop doing diversity we'll talk to renowned beer writer melissa cole about what individuals at all levels in the drinks industry can do to make ours a more inclusive creative and ultimately profitable business stop doing diversity you can't just say We welcome everybody. You have to actually physically invite them in. It's not professional to be a racist. It's not professional to be a sexist. Because quite honestly, it's stupid. It's limiting. All of this just really genuinely comes back to professionalism. Please join us for further insights, education and mischief as we cover topics as diverse as how to innovate and win in COLA. How does a scientific approach to bartending help you win the best bar in the world title? And how exactly can you start up and sell out successfully? 
Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BevBiz. If you wish to buy us a coffee by way of thanks for what you've learned, you can find us at businessofbeverages on buymeacoffee.com.